It's that time, the Betting Predators Podcast, where our main objective is hunting down the best bets for you. I'm your host, Sleepy J. You guys can find me on Twitter at SleepyJ underscore pregame. Joined here by the NBA expert, NBA guru, Jay Smoove. You guys can find him on Twitter as well at Smoove underscore 702. And you can find us both on the best sports betting information site on the web, pregame.com. All right, Smoove, here we go. Game 5, NBA Finals, Suns, Bucks. Suns going to be at home here right now. They're right around minus 4. At pretty much 95% of the shops total right now, right around 218 at 95% of the shops. You and I were going to go ahead and break this one down. Both teams get their wins at home. You know, Suns go up 2-0, and they give back two to the Bucks. Now the Suns are going to go ahead and be a home team here for game five. Giannis looks like he's 100%. Uh, Chris Paul didn't have exactly the greatest game. Middleton goes out. You know, he, he puts up 40. Booker puts up 40. So uh, it's been interesting. But this is going to be the game where I think that the entire series completely swings. I think the team that wins this next game wins the next game, and the series is over. I think it goes six. That's just my gut feeling. But how are you seeing the Suns and Bucks for game five? Yeah, Sleepy, I'm going to look to back the Suns here at home. I backed the Bucks just for the simple fact they was on their home court. And you know, I think I stated on Twitter or in the pregame forums that I just think that this is um, a a battle of you know of of home court. You know, both teams are extremely dominant on their home court, as you know, pretty evident. Um, you know, with both teams winning their two games on their home court, but you know, just throughout these this playoff runs for both teams, you know, they're top three in net rating on their home court, with you know Milwaukee being at a plus thirteen point three, uh, Phoenix, you know, behind them at a plus eight point seven. And, you know, we just seen that, you know, the not just the, you know, their second tier player for each team, but the role players behind the, that player as well has just played a lot better on their home courts. Um, going back to game two, seeing uh, Mikael Bridges for Phoenix having, you know, a 27 point game that helped Phoenix, you know, take a 2-0 series lead and being kind of non-existent in games three and four in Milwaukee. But then on Milwaukee's home court, you see some role players come alive like a Pat Connington and uh, like a Bobby Portis at certain points in the game. But, you know, the biggest, you know, the biggest guy that stood out in their game four, you know, Chris Middleton having a 40 point night to tie the series up. Phoenix going back to their home court. Um, I just think that you'll see a lot of their players play a lot better, including like a Cam Johnson, but more importantly, uh, uh, Chris Paul. Um, I think you'll see him be come out and be more aggressive, you know, from the first quarter on. Where rather compared to he likes to you know get himself involved as the game goes along, but I think it's important for him to get off to a good start and being the veteran point guard that he is, and kind of being you know the battery you know in this team that you know when you see Phoenix play well, he's you know leading the charge and then everybody else follows. So I think with him being at home, um, the crowd going crazy again, you know I'm gonna look to back you know Phoenix. You know for me when it comes to the Suns in general. I have a feeling like this line's just a little bit too high. I don't have a problem, you know, with your pick and back in the Suns. And a lot of that has to do, you know, with what you talked about, you know, with the home teams. They both won. They both covered. So I could understand, you know, maybe the odds makers would make this four uh, because they're valuing the home court as much as you are. But I also think that the public, they forget what they saw a week ago that they remember what they last saw and that was the Bucks going out there and getting wins but you know the Bucks in my opinion I don't want to say they don't they didn't deserve to win the last game because you know they fought tooth and nail right there at the end and you know they ended up getting a win but 
you know, Phoenix has, I don't want to say dominated three games. They dominated clearly game one, game two, but they played well enough in game four to go out there and not only cover, but uh, I felt like they should have won. So I just wonder the fact that the Bucks came back, the fact that the Bucks, you know, they end up winning game three by 20. And now that Giannis is, uh, I guess you could say, 100% healthy and Middleton goes off for 40, now I have a feeling like the public might come in here on the Bucks, which is surprising because they're an underdog. You would think home team favorite, public will go after them. I just don't know. I have a feeling like the narrative has kind of been built that, you know, the Bucks, even the series, that they could be, you know, in line and ready to, to roll and, and go ahead and knock down a championship. So I have a feeling like the line goes down. You think the line might go up a little bit. We won't have to argue on that. Um, you know, we already, you know, had our say on that, but that's kind of what I'm feeling with, you know, the line in particular, but I do think the total smooth is, is a little bit too low. I mean, go back to game one, game two in Phoenix and both of those games went over. And from what I saw with Phoenix in game three and game four, and you and I talked about this, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or if we talked about this offline, I think it was offline. I sent you a message. I said, you know, what do you think about um, you know, the sun's pace because they were running and gunning at home. And I said, maybe they'll throw a wrench at, at Brooklyn or throw a wrench at Milwaukee and just go ahead and try to slow the pace down. And in game four, it seemed like they really did slow the pace down to go ahead and start out that first quarter. And they played defense like really, really well. And I wonder maybe if that's what tired them out, because if you watch that Bucks game, if you watch that game four, it seemed like the Suns kind of were just worn down at the end. And I wonder if they just go right back to, you know what, let's not clamp down on defense like maniacs. Let's go back to our game one, game two game plan where, you know, Chris Paul had, you know, did an interview. You and I talked about that, you know, how they were going to try to ratchet it up and play a little bit quicker. Well, now that the last two games went under, this totals down to 218. I think that this is the lowest total out of the whole series. I would probably go ahead and play the over now because I think Phoenix comes back home. You know, they end up ratcheting it up again. Uh, I'm getting the lowest total off of two wonder games. And I like the fact that Giannis is healthy. And if somebody like Middleton or Holiday can go ahead and step up and have pretty good games, uh, I don't see why this one can't go over. And I got Booker, you know, out there doing his thing. He's playing well. I don't necessarily know another bet that I like in this particular contest. But uh, it would be the over for me. That's kind of the way that I'm feeling right now. You got any thoughts on the total? Maybe, you know, what do you think the what do you think the Suns will do? You think maybe they'll ratchet back up that uh, that tempo again or no? Yeah, I think it's some value in the number uh, being over at 218 right now. Um, you know, the Suns, you know, their first two home games, averaging 118 points and getting about 98, you know, possessions per game, you know, in their home games. Um, there was a little bit of a, uh, a combination of them slowing down the pace, uh, their, their two game, their two road games in Milwaukee. Um, I think that was a combination of the, uh, the defense of adjustments that Milwaukee made with Drew Holiday picking up Chris Paul, uh, pretty much the length of the court. And then, you know, Milwaukee just doing a, a better job with their possessions in the half court, um, showcasing Middleton more. So they got, you know, better shots and was able to, knock down some more shots, you know, at home. But 
I think, you know, Phoenix will, you know, look at that adjustment and see that they have to get the pace and tempo back in back into their favor. You know, Chris Paul does a really good job of that. And I think also, you know, that will contribute to, you know, him being more aggressive coming out in the first quarter, looking to be um, aggressive from the start, getting into the paint. So even though the last two games went under, I kind of felt like there was a little bit of luck involved in those two, um, you know, with the Abdul Nader, you know, missed three away from going over and just, you know, both teams shoot the ball really well from three. Uh, but in game four, they shot, you know, 30% or worse from three. So I think for sure, you know, Phoenix being at home, you know, I think they'll shoot the three ball a little bit better um, close to their season average playoff averages. And that'll force, you know, Milwaukee to keep up pace for a little bit. And, um, you know, this is a low total. So there could be, you know, like game two was at the end of the game, a uh, late game fouling situation that caused game two's uh, total to go over. So I kind of think that there's some value here to play that under. So I don't disagree with you there either. So why don't we just go ahead and get it out of the way here, Smooth? Who are you picking to win the title? Because it sounds to me like you're factoring home court advantage a lot. And if you are, well, then you're probably going to end up picking the Suns because they still, you know, if they win this game, they're going to get, you know, game seven at home. So I'm not necessarily sure who you want to pick. My gut feeling says that it's going to end up being Phoenix to win the title. Is that kind of where you're leaning right now? Yeah, I'm back in Phoenix. They, um, just like you said, you know, the this series to me has just been unfolded by, you know, the team with, you know, with the home court and, Phoenix obviously has home court advantage. They don't. They're the team that necessarily doesn't have to to win a game on the road. Um, so you know they could. I think with them winning Game Five, you know they're going to give their all to you know try to get Game Six and, and end it in six. But they don't necessarily have to because they can come back and close it out in seven. Um, I think you know it's just for me. It just comes down to the, just that big of a factor. You know we've seen. Um, the point, the point spread, you know, opener, um, switch uh, or making of an adjustment of eight to nine points, you know, for whoever the home team is. And it isn't, to me, it isn't necessarily that, you know, one team being that much better than the other and, you know, uh, a mispricing, you know, for the team or, of, of the point spread in any way. But I just think that that's how big of a factor home court is, you know, in this, in this particular series and with Phoenix having that home court edge, um, I'll still back Phoenix to to win it in seven, and you know I would look to bet that series price as well for Phoenix in seven because I think you, I think you can still get it plus money right now. You know, obviously it, it lost some value with uh, Milwaukee winning uh, Game Four, and at least you know it will at least be in a six game series. But you know I, I would go with Phoenix in seven. You know, one of the things that we didn't talk about was the uh, the foul shooting. You know, for the Bucks in the last game, I think where well, they have like twenty six or twenty nine free throws or something like that. But you know, the Suns were in foul trouble. You know, in Game Three it was eight, and Game Four it turns out to be Booker. If Booker's on the floor there, smooth, you know, with no, you know, no fouls, uh, trouble, because he got sat there for what? I mean, Money Williams sat him for probably a good four minutes. You know, if he's out there the way that he was playing. I don't know if the Bucks even get back in that game. That game might actually be, you know, it might be a, a you know, eight, nine, ten point win for the Suns. So now that they're coming back home, I'm going to, you know, I'll just go out on a limb here and say that they're not going to end up, you know, in, you know, eight in foul trouble or Booker foul trouble. And, you know, if they were able to go ahead and, and play that well in game four, 
you know, if there's no foul trouble and they don't stick the Bucks on the line 29 times, um, I don't see any reason why Phoenix can't win. You're going to go ahead. You're going to give out the Suns. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give out the over, and that'll wrap up our, our game five preview. Uh, maybe we'll we'll do a recap here uh, for this particular game. But you guys know where to find us on Twitter: SleepyJ underscore pregame, Smooth underscore seven hundred two, and you can find us both on the best sports betting information site on the web: pregame.com. With that said, I'd like to wish you guys all the best of luck. Enjoy the games.